It says, Behold, the man whose name is the branch, he shall sit and rule on the Lord's throne. Yeah, it's pointing to, obviously, Christ. Okay, New Testament's obviously much more explicit regarding the three-personhood of God. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. It's, uh, Jesus gets baptized in, in the River Jordan. It's this um, clear to see all the persons of the Trinity all in one scene. It's the Son who is baptized. The Father speaks the words of affirmation, saying, this is my Son, with whom I'm, I'm well pleased. And then we see the presence of the Holy Spirit um, through the dove. And there, yeah, you got the whole Trinity in, in, in one scene. Okay, well, the most obvious one, Matthew 28, 19, baptizing them in the name of the name singular, not the names, the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, and then what about the, the high priestly prayer in, in John 17? There, Jesus, the divine Son, is praying to his Father. This get a beautiful insight into the prayer life of that within the Trinity. And then another good one is Romans 8, 11. If the Spirit of him, okay, the Father, raised Jesus from the dead. Well, there's the Trinity all in, in one verse. The Spirit of the Father raising Christ from the dead. And then lastly, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, benediction that we often use here. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Okay, the three persons of the Trinity, the name of the three persons of the Trinity, all invoked as a blessing. So any questions on any of that so far? Yes, Patrick. God can't die. Father, so it's only one person. Yeah. And died in the flesh format. Well, in his humanity. So how do you deal with that? <laughs> That's a very good question. Yeah, your instincts are right there. Okay, God can't die. No. That's a part of his nature. But yet the Christ, Jesus, <laughs> he died on the cross. So we don't, we don't say, we don't talk about God dying. On the, we talk about Jesus dying, although it's not, it's not denied Jesus is God. This is the mystery of, part of the mystery of the incarnation. But yeah, one wouldn't, want to say that God died on the cross. Anybody, Alex, you, <laughs> you didn't know, look, not looking convinced there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, just in theological distinctions, you can say what you can say about Christ's nature, you can say about his person, but what you say about his person, you can't necessarily say about both natures. So it's true to say that God, man, died on the cross, but with respect, as you said, to his humanity. So I just want to say. 
Yeah. I think that just language helps you can say it's because it's true that Jesus the God man died on the cross. Yeah. But his divinity can't you can't die with respect to his divinity. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's that, because there's that one, I think it's a Charles Wesley hymn, which it talks about God dying for me. We wouldn't want to, welcome guys, yeah, that's not quite, uh, yeah, it's not quite accurate there. Oh, good question, uh, Patrick. Annie? Um, I'm the angel of uh, the Lord. Mm. Yeah, no, that's also a good question. How's it feel? Um, well, there are obviously angels, plural, um, but there's times where it's the, definitely the angel with the definite article, and sometimes an angel. And um, I think the key thing is there's it's we understand those to be pre incarnate appearances of Christ in the light of the New Testament. So, it's because you see, even look like when Jacob wrestles with the the angel. Yeah, interesting. It, it's often the language interchanges between the angel and then God. So sometimes it says God was <laughs> was was wrestling with him, and then it kind of switches to the angel. The same with you know, the angel of the Lord appearing appearing to other you know. Old Testament patriarchs. Yeah. Jesus destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the why, like Jude 6 talks about, it says that Jesus led Israel out of Egypt, the Exodus. So, and, you know, you can see that, that the presence of God was with the, um, the Israelites through the, through the pillar um, and, and, and the cloud. And so that, that actually was a pre-incarnate Christ. Jesus himself <laughs> delivered the Israelites from Egypt. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at them more as we open up Exodus in, in the coming coming days. Anything else? In this? Yes, Gary. But that's always the case. Hymns or singing any worship songs are, it, it's, it's instruction in theology. So that's why we do need to be. To say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which one? 
Yeah, Genesis 1 verse 1, that, that's, a great, um, that's a great example. In the beginning was, beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and it talks about the spirit in verse 2 hovering over the waters. And then in retrospectively, John 1, referring to that moment, says in the beginning, who else was there? Well, the word, and it was actually, the, the word was by, through means of the word, that all creation was brought into being. So it's, it's clear. All right, I think we're going to have to pause there. Um, we'll pick this up um, next week. So let's, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the revelation of your word to us. It gives us, it points us to you, who you are, your attributes, um, and clearly reveals to us your son, Jesus Christ, our savior, our deliverer, our, our one true God through whom we find rest, forgiveness of sins, the promise of eternal life. Father, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we come before your presence in the worship service, that you would continue to instruct us and build us up through your means of grace. And we ask all these things for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.